Good evening. <laughs> You're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, Ron. And me, PJ. And Scott. And I guess it's time for someone to say... Keep the same tune! Deep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. Deep on the sunny side of life. It will help us every day, it'll guide us on the way. If we keep on the sunny side of life. We're all a little giddy. On a kind of how it's warm so it is. fucking hot. Yeah, is we're, all, we're all about to lose consciousness here in my living room. We, we are currently cresting what is uh, what is apparently the hottest day of the year so far in Northern Ireland, which which you know is only a mild what twenty nine degrees, thirty oh, degrees. Fuck but that. It is not. I as, as I frequently tell my neighbour, we we did not decide to live in Northern Ireland for this kind of heat. This no. is this is bullshit. And That's everybody can say, stop complaining about the heat. Fuck off. It's Belfast. I want it to be grey. If I can get away with wearing a t-shirt, that's fine. But for the, mo- I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to be uncomfortable. We're not built for any discomfort. I don't know. Ron looks like he's built for comfort. Well, yeah, at least you two have had the opportunity to go outside. I, I've been slowly, you know, just disappearing in a in a hot box the last few days. Right? Could you tell us how you broke your ankle? Right. So let, Ron's, yeah, broken, Ron's his broken his ankle, and now he sat up here like. Like like a sexy Jabba the Hutt with his, with his <laughs> leg up on the chair. It's, <laughs> it's, it's it. sort of like a gone to seed writer. Ah, no, oh. don't do that! <laughs> don't do that! He, he keeps racing. He's wearing very low cut shorts. I mean, they're <laughs> not that. Racing. I mean, okay, they're riding pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard about him. <laughs> oh. Every time he lifts his leg up, they ride inch higher. <laughs> well, I'm afraid the story of how I broke my ankle isn't that exciting. Um, I went over on my ankle on Friday. The end. Saturday, Sunday, nothing exciting happened. Monday morning, woke up and my ankle was screaming at me. So I went to the hospital and they said, oh, you've broke it. So he's two days on a broken ankle without realising? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and is it but they like... haven't put a cast on it. They just put like a bandage. Yeah, they gave me a boot on the first day I went to the, doctor, to the hospital. And then yesterday I woke up and was I was that like, like, I think I've got a broken ankle and they told you to fuck off. No, no, they actually x-rayed it and they were because they were really skeptical because I, I walked in because I walked in on it uh-huh. and then they x-rayed it and went, huh, it's broken. And I was how, like, okay. How, like, so your your ankle is, your, your leg, your lower leg is two bones, isn't it? Well, and then you've got a whole bunch of little bones and then you've got your feet bones. Well, look, so I, what's I going actually on? regret not asking more questions because people have said to me, what part of your ankle did you break? And I'm just like, I don't know, the ankle bone? Because <laughs> <laughs> they showed me an x-ray and they said what happened was actually my ligaments kind of tore along the top of my foot, uh-huh. but the one at the end kind of tore a bit off the bone. Oh. So it brought a bit of bone with it. When okay, it so it splintered a little bit of bone. Oh, yeah. that's nasty. So, Because um, when my wife broke her, her elbow... Um, it was right at the corner, and it wasn't particularly a bad break so much as it, it started growing extra bone. Uh, okay, and th- and then that was what's quite bad. Yeah, so, so it they, stopped her turning her wrist and well, stuff. Well, they gave me one of those big black Velcro boots to wear on Monday, but then on Tuesday, then I woke up and I was in much more pain than I had been on Monday. So Susie drove me back to the hospital, and they decided that time um, to amputate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they they decided that it would also be a good idea to give me crutches and drugs. Yeah, yeah. Um, they went. Do you want? Do you want some super uh, strong drugs? Are you okay with that hay fever medicine you've been taking? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the crutches and drugs have been great, um, especially the drugs, uh-huh. and uh, uh, the pain is is subsided to, uh, substantially. Even though I, I still wake up in the middle of the, you know woke up in the middle of the night, needed to pee, and uh, it's a bit of a painful walk from the from the yeah. bedroom to the, the bathroom, but. And also, your like your bathroom is at the top of your stairs, and it's not, it's it's not an easy journey well, if you've broken an ankle. I well, yesterday imagine. I had mastered the art of going up and down the stairs on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's quite the skill. Today I can do it on my feet, mm-hmm. but um, tomorrow on your hands. I think that's because I've been firing the anti-inflammatories into myself with mm. a, with a re- regularity today. Um, right. So I don't know. I mean, they told me to walk on it more, so I'm kind of putting pressure on it when I can and. Yeah, Gen- so it's generally. not really giving you much time to heal itself, is it? A healer, is it? Well, does that not matter so much? Uh, does it matter? They, they seem to be suggesting that there wasn't much I could do other than just get on with it. Was it? Was, yeah. it, was it sort of. That's the a disappointing thing. I think when you're younger, you like from films and stuff. Someone breaks their arm, and you and they put it back together, going, "No, his arm's not broken anymore." But like you break something, and you and that's it, broken. It's done. You're done. <laughs> you're yeah. like fucked. Well, I'm not, I'm not allowed to drive for like two weeks, which mm-hmm. is real pain, since yeah. driving is kind of what I do most yeah. of the day. Yeah, so are you off work? 
I'm I'm at home, but I'm doing any remote work that can oh, be done. Okay, sure. sure. So um, there's a little bit of that, isn't there? What do you do? Yeah, How well, there's quite a bit. To be honest, I mean, a lot of the time I can just kind of fire up, you know, your remote connection to someone's computer and fix it that way. And uh, the only and, way it's really harming you're turning things off and on is if they get underneath the table to do it. That's, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, the, you know, they said it could take six to eight weeks for it to heal. Okay. Um, That's six to eight weeks, not six sixty-eight. Oh, sixty-eight weeks. So that would be a bit of a in- inconvenience. <laughs> uh, and so, what, what have you been doing? Sat in the house, the odd bit of work. Well, the problem's been the heat. So in the morning, I can kind of get a bit of work done. But it then once this, once this room heats up, I I think I spent yesterday just melting on the sofa. This <laughs> <laughs> is the only room you can really sit in, though, isn't it? Because you've got that big room in the back, which is basically your all your the 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 room where you'll be buried in. The, yeah, the kind yeah. of the, it's, the, it's my Viking tomb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen any other room other than this room. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, no. In the dining room, in the back is where all the comics shelves oh. are, and uh, yeah. it's the room we should be podcasting. Yeah, in. yeah, that's yeah. But it's in a real mess this week. In fact, I had intended la- this weekend to tidy it up because what I wanted to do was get all of the Batman animated figures all laid out on table for you, so that you can come in and go, oh, "That one, I want that one, I want that oh, one, I want that yeah. one." But. Um, yeah, you you picked up a massive like like any drug dealer. Now you've you've moved on from from simply buying into buying and selling and, yeah, and dealing. Yeah, I'm, I'm now shifting product. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I basically found out somebody on eBay who was selling their entire collection, which in, involved every figure, bar like three or four, mm-hmm. and I just bought that. <laughs> I'm bored of the thrill of the chase, and from now on, well, I just want to get it all in one go. I kind of realized that I was, I'd was i found all of the figures in B&M that I was going to find. Yeah. Because yeah. I just kept on seeing the same things over and over and over yeah. again, and I really wanted all of it the figures. It was great fun for a while, going to the B&M every other day and finding something yeah. new. That was kind of a really fun... That was probably more fun than unboxing them and getting them out of the things. That was. Oh, there. yeah. When I found Gordon in, in B&M, that was... Like the highlight of my year up until that point. <laughs> yeah, so, but now I've got a whole box of like all the figures you can imagine. I'll take all of them, and uh, well, I basically have to go through and figure out which ones I have doubles of now. And uh, and the and you also like uh, bought that amazing. We haven't really talked about it in the show, but the the um, Batman car. It's famously known the Batman car. <laughs> Quick, Robin, get in the Batman car. Uh, somebody, somebody had posted on Twitter that if there was some website which I'd never heard of, Mega Deals or something, Bargain Max, bar, bar, <laughs> Bargain Max had a deal on, and the car was already ridiculously cheap from them. And if you bought two, it took your took the cart total to above seventy quid, and then they knocked another eight quid off or something like that. If yeah. you if you paid with Amazon bucks or whatever the fuck the Amazon payment thing is. Yeah, well, it worked out. Scott and I got our cars for like thirty three quid each. Yeah, and they are really big, fucking. Oh, they are amazing I, looking. I misjudged how just big? how big it is. <laughs> and, I don't have anywhere to put it. I just don't. It doesn't fit in the display case that I have all of the other figures in. Yeah. The, the the shelf, the wheels are surprisingly um, smooth. So if I set it on one of the shelves that I have, it will just roll off. <laughs> so I've kind of been resigned to the fact that uh, Ralphie's, Ralphie's just are... playing with it now. So it's upstairs. But at 33 I, I think quid, that's a, yeah, that's that's a fine. proper child's toy cost. But if he, if he breaks it and I can't get another one, then... He's We're out. in trouble, yeah. He's out. But You're at the out. minute, Batman and Robin are driving the Batmobile. A wooden robot and Postman Pat are. <laughs> and they fit, goes, they, they fit in perfectly. It goes a lot faster than Postman Pat's used to. <laughs> <laughs> they fit in perfectly, and he calls it his car. <laughs> and he asks me about it sometimes. Sometimes he goes, Daddy, is this my car? I'll be like, no, it's my car. And he goes, I think it's my car. <laughs> like, okay. Alright, fair enough. Well, the next thing I want is a Batwing. Oh, fuck. Oh, the Batwing looks amazing. And, and you could put it up there above it, just at that light ceiling. Yeah, that you could just, just nail up it there. to the ceiling. Yeah. And uh, every time you turn the light on, it would look like it was illuminating from the back, like the moon. It'd be amazing. <laughs> well, I mean, no, they block your projector. Yeah, but, you, um, you think uh, the Batmobile's big? The Batwing is huge. It, it, how can it be bigger than the Batmobile? It's bigger. <laughs> Fucking hell! Well, because I have I have a, a, a an X wing mm-hmm. hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, one of the big. Cool. Uh, no, is it not a Tie Fighter? Oh yeah, it is a Tie Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It's probably the size of that big Tie Fighter. Seriously? Yeah. But it's so flat, like but the Tie flat. Fighter. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> 
I mean, they're so expensive as well. Like, that TIE Fighter was not that expensive. No, it was 35 quid or something because it was reduced down in... It reduced in, down in, uh, in Toys R Us yeah. over Christmas. The, the, the box was damaged. It was down from 140 down to 80. And then when we got up to the till, he was like, oh. uh, 47 pounds. And I was like, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Stick myself, I'll take two. <laughs> my, um, my studio space is finally tidied. I went, I, it is. It's absolutely tidied. I went away and I got a text from my wife because um, I was in court two so uh, weeks ago. Yeah, of course my wife did it. There's no way <laughs> was I was that your game get plan all along? I'm just going to yeah. do this as poorly well, and as slowly right, as so I can. And that's been studying for the past two years, right? It's just been doing a, 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 a bio, bio, biochemistry. Biochemistry. <laughs> <laughs> She's been doing a, a foundation course of biochemistry, which is like a sort of entry level to a, to a degree. Uh, after no time at all doing edu- uh, never doing any science education at all and then you know doing banking stuff for years and years and years went into this and she got 80% on it so well done her yep. uh, she'll never listen to this so no. that's fine um, and but she, the entire time she's been doing it I've been going my, my room's getting wor- I've been trying to tidy my room and it's just been getting worse and worse and worse and she's she's gone when I finish my course when I finish my course and then when she's finished her course she's like you're always in there you're always in there get out of there so I went I was down in court with Kristen and she went she sent me a text message saying I can't this is beyond even me I cannot do it and then I came back and she tidied everything it was amazing amazing have she you messed it like, up yet? No, I'm really trying not to, but it's... But I here, do you know you... what we've got? I've never even seen this before in my room. An entire bookshelf that's empty. Where the wow. fuck did all your stuff go? <laughs> like... Did she just burn it? No, we, we, we were chucking things out. We were getting rid of stuff and we were reorganizing things and... and now there's like a bookshelf that's empty so I've been filling that up but it's like it, I can actually you know I, instead of going I'll just put this on top of these five other precarious things on top of my scanner I can put it in a bookshelf it's amazing it's amazing she did um, a great job yeah, so there okay, pretty cool. good yep she's uh, a keeper yeah. <laughs> and there's two chairs in there now so that's, for, that's awesome for for one, one for me to sit on and one for other people to come into my room and go oh your room's nice and tidy and me to go get out get yeah. out of my room um, was one going to be you have your VR helmet now and make I it really seem like you have more VR space? Helmet. Yeah, I really want that. Do you have one? I, I have a... <laughs> I have a, a, a oh, one of the ones you put your phone in? Uh, you know, do, you, do you remember the old things with a cylinder disc thing you used to click? A kaleidoscope? No, not a kaleidoscope. A vectorscope? No, no the, the, the Oh, the ones red, the red, the red binocular one, ones with yeah, the wheel, the yeah, clicky yeah, wheel. The oh, uh, thing. Well, you just staple that to your head, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, they bought out a VR version of that. Okay, and for for um, for the iPhone, and so I have one of those, which is as close to the thing. So as you put VR. your phone in it. You put your phone in it. Yeah, yeah. so that's what I said. No, but it, but it's 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 a branded one of the red things, you know, with the wee circular. You I know, mean, they used does to put the little matter? circular. Di- yes, because it's, it's a fucking of... VR headset that yes, you put your phone yes, in. Yes, because also whenever you point at your camera, because it's got a camera thing on it. So when you put, or it's got a camera output, so or a hole for where the camera is. So when you point your camera at one of the discs that it comes with, it gives you a little AR world that you can look at and stuff. It's pretty cool. Okay. Because <laughs> it's not. Not quite what I wanted. No, I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think it sounds. I think that you think that it sounds cooler than it is. No, I'm really desperately hoping that VR and AR all kicks off, and it'll be amazing. But it's really not going to be. Uh, yeah, some people in I my work are not. watching the World Cup in VR. Are they? Yeah, right? okay. the BBC One are broadcasting the World Cup. In I was v- thinking, do you have like like a view from the ref? <laughs> and, I have. And I have. A th- right, my 55 inch TV is capable of the ultra high definition BBC iPlayer. Yeah, and you can watch the match in that. Yes. and never. Have I been less interested in seeing ultra high definition stuff on my TV? No, I see. I'm the opposite. I, t- I tuned in. I didn't know that they were broadcasting it in UHD. Mm-hmm. And when I tuned in, I was like, fuck, this looks amazing. I can't tell what it looks like differently because it just looks you, the same. So, wait, so, so there's a 4K broadcast on the iPlayer? Yes. Yeah. Of the football? Yes. Yeah. And live, is that on the regular iPlayer? Yes. I mean, it's on the iPlayer it's app? On iPlayer, it's on the iPlayer beta, app if, think, you're, if, if you're, you're in the beta program, probably. If you're, if you, Ron's, the, Ron's curious now. Look at him. I might watch the, uh, some the football. There's a match on now. There's a match on now. The, but yeah, the Apple TV app works. I'm, I'm fairly certain the Apple TV app. The, uh, has, uh, the, the iPlayer app had a beta mode, which you could, you it could did, use. It did, but I think it's rolled. It's fully it's, rolled. It's out on now, all yeah. of them, is it now? Yeah. Um, well, 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 not. I mean, I'll, I'll just browse it this while I'm looking at it. But uh, yeah, yeah no, so South Korea and Germany. Yeah, oh, no, that's, that's not. From, that's that's from not. Today. That's not in uh, thing. It must oh, be on ITV. The other match. Oh, like that's going on. To, no, going to. Oh yeah, maybe it is. Maybe on ITV. Um, they, 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 they've limited the number of people to watch it. 
So, oh really? Like, uh, yeah, it's a hundred thousand or something. It's like a ridiculous number, and apparently everyone that signs in gets to watch it anyway. But they've limited the number, and also interestingly, if you want to watch the live thing, you get ultra HD. But if you want to watch it from the start, you have to watch it in HD. Oh, so, right, so okay. they don't have enough data yeah. to to yeah. stream out. So we'll, you know, we'll see. Oh I mean, my God, it's so fucking hot. It really oh, is. Damn it. <sighs> And what's nice is the, these chairs are really absorbent, so they're getting a lot of sweat from me. <laughs> they really. Yeah, this this may be the, the first episode where we all end up nude at the end. <laughs> oh, well, all of us. <laughs> so oh, what, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to talk about The Terror. Yeah, let's talk about The Terror. AMC's The Terror. What I really need to do is talk about a TV show set in the frozen wasteland while you're sitting oh, here I sweating know. balls I off. I just trying to imagine what I'm it would be like. Just, oh, I, you know what? I wanted to take my shoes off and I didn't. I thought it would be rude. So, <laughs> well, oh, not your socks as well. Come on. Come on. That's, that's stretching things. That, I mean, that is stretching <laughs> the limits of hospitality. Well, I'll put my socks back on. Oh, then. you can keep your socks off. Don't worry. All right, oh. then. That's okay. You're just no. I'm just gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be civil about this whole thing. Scott's always got more stylish shoes than everyone else. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I think that's a ge- that's in general is true. Yeah. Um, but such dainty little feet. And little, uh, yeah. what do you mean? And I've never seen feet? anyone wear socks with right. So like all you know, why socks sometimes have little so, little sole patches or something on the heel of them. <laughs> I think like Samuel L. Jackson has. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're on their soul. Yeah. Uh, okay. A little bits at the top. And I've never seen anyone perfectly align them, but Scott's managed it. Yeah. Well, my, my feet are just the feet. right size for the socks. And look, they're, they're No one's na- feet's the perfect NASA, size for socks. NASA branded socks. NASA branded. <laughs> like the yep. astronauts wish to wear. Yeah, these are the socks oh. that the astronauts wear. Oh, it's barely just about. Oh. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it's a little bit bearable, more bearable now, but fuck me. Right. I the, also, I don't, I don't know. The, right, Scott's also got a, a water bottle in yeah. between his legs, or like he's some, now, like is, he's got some sort more, of erection going on. What is, what is more? Stop doing that! Stop doing that with it! Stop doing that with it! He's hammering the top hammering it there. back in. <laughs> Not now! <laughs> Not now! Memories of P seven come back. <laughs> Scott, would you like us to show us you're working at the blackboard? No! <laughs> no! Scott hammers down the little tiny erection. Get I, hit down, it, get I, had, I hit it a bit hard that time. Yeah, that's, that's why it's shot everywhere. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The terror. We're going to talk about the terror. Let's oh, go the to the frozen, frozen tundra. Oh, yeah, of, oh. of AMC. I'm trying to terror. imagine it. Oh my god, I'm going to blow on my feet now to simulate it. The, oh, oh. Okay, so synopsize the terror. Synopsize the terror. The terror is the story. So a couple of years ago, I think 2016, they find this ship in the in the in the Antarctic. In the Arctic, Is Antarctic. Yeah, I think it, well, Han- it was Hannah told me this, so she, uh, hopefully she's correct, but the, I, I'm basing it she on... Does she, she, <laughs> she does live in the past. She does, that's true. Uh, and which one's the north? Antarctic or, or the Arctic? The Arctic is north. north. Yeah, okay. So they find this, they find this ship in the, Ar- in the Arctic called the Terror that, had, that they had been lost in 1846. Now, the series, AMC have made a series called The Terror, which is about the journey of the Terror and the Erebus to try and chart the Arctic, what, what they call the Northwest Passage, but what is the Arctic Passage, okay. to try and get from Scandinavia across to the North Americas. And the reason that's important is because that would cut down a massive, massive transit from the Americas to Europe and stuff. And yeah. it's, it's, vastly, it's just a trading route. Yeah, it, it, it I mean, it's, vastly increased the speed by which goods can be yeah, traded. Yeah, you can do that in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, this is this is kind of in the vein of Shackleton and those sorts of like expeditions. So these two ships um, uh, try to make it uh, from Scandinavia to the um, across the Arctic Arctic Passage, and uh, along the way, they get stuck. They have to make a choice. They can either try and go one way or the other this way. This is not how I would describe this show. Well, but continue. But they, okay, they get stuck. In the ice. In the ice. So what they call, they become part of it. They become part of the pack. And they're going to be there for quite a long time. And it's about the men on the ship kind of just Do they slowly go mad? They they slowly go mad for a lot of reasons. It's really not how I would describe this show. How would you describe it? I would describe this show as based on a true story. The set off of it is these two ships trying to find a Northwest Passage. Seems to be word word for word what I suggested. It's a gothic horror. Yeah, it I was getting to that bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's not I mean, it's not uh, like I haven't watched it. It's not like I, I know, don't I'm know what saying, happened. I know, I'm just saying, if you're going to tell someone it's a, what it's about, lead with the gothic horror bit. No, don't, don't lead with the, the gothic horror. I know the men are there for the like two or three horror. years, and gothic then stuff happens. Gothic horror is not the most important aspect it really of it. No, it it's really not. Is. No, I've it's not. Have you not watched it? It's really good. You should see it. It's very good. It's very, very good. We're both coming at this from a different angle, but it's, I mean, first of all, there's this 
giant creature that seems to be picking some of them off one by one, which seems to be related to these kind of uh, two Inuit people, one of whom has they, cut their own tongue out yeah, for they, reasons we we sort of find out later, kind of. And then the, the crew starts sort of splitting off and going a bit mad. And then there's there's stuff which, you know, there's the, the, the taboo of cannibalism then becomes a big focal point of it. But it, it's a really kind of... It's, I, I think I'd have described it as 18th century aliens. You know, it's, it's like that. I think, that's, I think that's making a bit too much of the, of the gothic heart. I think it's more about the psychology well, and I mentality mean, I, of the I'll crew. Because be, be a honest. lot of what drives them mad is the fear of the unknown. They, they know that there is a creature out there, but it doesn't appear all that often. No, it and they the, start the, the, to... The, the, what, I would say the one flaw with this show... Right, so there's, this thing appears and it eats him and, and stuff. And it's ostensibly a polar bear, but they talk about it as a kind of... As a, a, a monster, as a, yeah. as, a, as a kind of And the creature, the creature design is... is is, is polar bear plus? Yeah, it's, they, they, it's like humanoid polar bear. I guess it would be what what it struck me as is. Is it like the wampa? It's no, it's not like and, a wampa. But the thing, the important thing is, you don't see any of this till like four, five, five oh, yeah, episodes. You're, it's, in. It's, 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 yeah, you're it's, well into four, five I mean, episodes. The 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 program is excused upon glacially slow. But, but it's but gripping, but gripping. agonizingly so. It's yeah. not like oh, I wish something would be happening. It's okay. kind of just like. There's a, there's a. Uh, it's like watching the sweat drop off me. Yeah. yeah as, I, as, as, you know, as I'm trying to undo explosives or something, it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's the, there's an overall sense of foreboding that, the, regardless of the the supernatural elements that come in later, that this just isn't going to go well. Yeah. And okay. when it doesn't, when it does Kieran go Kieran Hines in it. Kieran um, Hines and the guy, um, uh, Jake. Uh, oh, what's his name? The guy who plays the Moriarty in the Robert Downey Jr. Um, he was the, oh, he's oh, the yeah. bad guy in Fringe. Yeah, Rich, uh, Jared Harris. Jared Harris, Jared yes. Harris. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, Tobias Menzies. Tobias What's really Menzies. funny is Jared Harris is playing someone from Armagh, and yes. Kieran Hines isn't. Yeah. And so, and, and yeah. so uh, they're all pronouncing terror in a way, which makes or me turn. Well, they're not. That's how they should have been pronouncing, yeah. obviously. Jared Harris should be going, a tar, a tar, or in the tar. Although I think his accent is quite good. His accent's never good. <laughs> it's never been good in any single show he's ever been in. I saw, he's in a show, um, it's called The Expanse, I think it is, oh, where, yeah. he, where yeah, he plays yeah. um, some sort of rebel leader of an alien, of, of a, a, human, a set of humans who have lived at the kind of... The, outer edge of the universe on a on a, a row of I don't know what the meteorites or meteorites or something and they all have they've developed their own language and their own accent they've got this weird accent and I couldn't tell if he was speaking any differently than he normally does because well, his accent's all over the fucking place first thing I ever saw Jared Harrison was um, you ever seen the movie Happiness oh yeah the, the Todd Solondz film yeah yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, plays yeah. this Russian guy who's like plays guitar and uh, seduces one of the main sort of the women in it and uh, goes home with her and then robs her while she's sleeping Oh shit! Is that fucking hell? That's Jared Harris, yeah. And I just assumed he was a Russian bloke. <laughs> that, God, I haven't seen that film in years. That's a very strange film. Although it's Todd Solondz, like that, he may, generally just makes weird films. Okay. Um, anyway, the terror is good. You should watch it. Okay. There you yeah, go. It's, 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 it's very, very good. It, myself and Hannah were kind of gripped to it over the last kind of ten days. It's, yeah, it's that's terrific. the one I said to you. You should watch the terror. Remember. Oh yeah, and I put it on the Plex. You could watch it. Yeah, <laughs> and I did, and it was great. It's not um, the problem with it is you can't get it anywhere. It's really fucking hard to watch. Yeah, it's AMC in the states who did Breaking Bad mm-hmm. and Better Call Saul and stuff. And normally that would go to Netflix. that would go to Netflix, but this for for some reason hasn't. It's gone to um, in, in the UK. It's gone to BT. So it's oh, all fucking hell. Yeah, so you BT may as well just ham- not broadcast it. No one seeing it here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I mean in. in in stark contrast, I've also been watching Kieran Westworld. Hines. Oh yeah, Westworld. Yeah, season two. Yeah, season I two finished last season night two as well. I haven't watched all of it. Yeah, so I'd, 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 spoilers, I'd give up. I'd give up now. I'd sort of half given up. Yeah. on it. I, I kind of watched season one and really enjoyed it. Oh, season one was fantastic. That, that was great. And then I kind of felt like, what's the point in season two? Season yeah. two. God damn! Like, I don't think there has been a fall from grace as savage and as hard since True Detective season one and season two. Oof, oof. Like, oof. season two of Westworld is just fucking dung. I don't know, have you heard the second Britney Spears album? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was Toxic the second album? Actually, it was, yeah. The, se- the, the real fall is the third album. <laughs> Uh, I I just you should catch up on all of these shows now you've got bugger all yeah I've never watched it at all Westworld like season one is fantastic 
some of the most interesting, well-written characters, really interesting plots, really interesting use of timelines. And season two is just hot garbage. There's about nine different timelines. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. And then at the end, they're making big deals out of stuff that they think we should care about, but that they haven't done anywhere near enough yeah. to make us care about it. And then they waste the one good character you, is, that they spent time on. Do you think there's on. a lot of meta stuff? And it? it always worries me when writers write about writers, because when writers write about writers, those writers are always amazing writers. I mean, it, it just, it, it, it went the way of the Matrix sequels. Yeah. Like, it just disappeared. Which up I really watched last week. Oh, really? Yeah, and do you know what? I, I quite like the Matrix didn't hit, sequels. Didn't hit them as much as I used to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, th- I think well, that, that bitter disappointment isn't there anymore. You yeah, I mean... You don't feel like, oh, that was amazing, the next one should be just as amazing. Oh, completely no, distanced by time <laughs> now. Because um, when I saw the, 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 uh, the second one, I went to the Midnight Show, and the first Midnight Show one I'd ever been to. Okay. And... God, that was a disappointment. And plus, you're looking at your watch going, it's two o'clock and I'm in the cinema. I'm exhausted. There's still at least half an hour left to go. Like, this is just grim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, I, they had the, they had a sale on, like, buying all three of them on iTunes. And I thought, well, what you the hell? can't resist an iTunes I, I can't resist, resist an iTunes sale. The first one's in 4K. The second two will probably get upgraded to 4K well, eventually. the first one in 4K? Uh, yeah. yeah, I might is buy it still the first on sale? one then. Probably I think it's not. a fifteen quid for all three. Oh, yeah. I'm having it. I'm having it. I it, it this is a, just a quick side note. There's an app called Cheap Charts, which you can get for your phone. It tells you when things are. It tells you when things get cheap on Ooh. iTunes. Well, I, I mean, what I want is something that tells me when things become four K. Because my Mission Impossible box set that I bought on on iTunes yeah. last week, yesterday, all of them went four K. Oh, really? So I'm, it's kind of a what I want to alert for these things for the yeah for when that's happening. But yeah, Cheap Charts is a, a an app for for uh, Apple and Android and whatever and you can set up alerts for things that you want to know about specifically okay. or it'll just tell you everything that's been Ooh, reduced that's since the day before I mean what I have realised is if you look at like the, the Blu-ray sort of the Ultra HD Blu-ray release schedule yeah. and usually if you see a film that's coming out on 4K then it'll all of a sudden just magically flip to 4K on iTunes as well okay but it, 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 it depends on distributors as well, because in America, there's they, America have a lot of really good 4K films that we don't have. Yeah. Like, there's a, been a remaster of Leon, Le Professional, yeah. which is 4K. So sexy. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, which is 4K over there, which we, we, we don't get all the Bond films redone in 4K, which we don't mm. get in the UK iTunes store, mm. uh, which is very frustrating. Although those things will eventually get They done. will eventually come, but, it's, it, but they have it and I want it. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, what I'm kind of looking forward to now is the Dolby Atmos upgrade. But I, what I would is also... Dolby Atmos? Because Dolby, so, to me, is audio. You don't have, you, do you have enough speakers for Dolby Atmos? Well, I, I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> of course I will. So Dol- Dolby Atmos is a is a um, encoding technology whereby they add another channel, which is the above channel, okay. essentially. But it enables uh, more 3D placement of sounds inside mm-hmm. the, the yeah. matrix of all your speakers. It also really helps with dialogue as well. They have a, they have a thing, they, I think they call it God Voice. Is that what they? Is that what they're oh, doing? The, di- the dialogue channel, but the dialogue. Is it Brian Blessed talks yeah, over just, every yeah. single. Brian I'm Blessed. God now. <laughs> they have one t- Dolby Atmos theater here, cinema in Dun- in Dundonald. Dundonald has That's, one. Yeah. Is that the only one? Dundonald's a really good cinema. It's fantastic. I like Dundonald. It's my favorite cinema. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, it has the best screens and the best audio, and they do Coke Frozen, which is now hands down my What's favorite. Coke Frozen. Oh God, uh, I I might drive there after this just to get one. Oh. Coke Frozen is like. A slush puppy. It's like uh-huh. a D- Disney version of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's got great songs in it. <laughs> so right, it might, slush puppy, right? Uh-huh. Now, when you put your straw into a slush puppy, yeah, and you take the first suck, what oh, happens? Oh, I get an erection. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it just all of the of, ice, yeah. all of the ice goes straight up the straw, and then you're left with a hole in the middle, and you can't drink anymore. Yes. Coke frozen. Is like, but an you know, iced... you can get a straw with like a wee spoon on it. Yeah, but fuck, I'm not gonna eat. I'm not gonna eat it like a fucking no, animal. No, you twit the spoon as to bring suck things in and draw it. Well, up. Yeah, it doesn't fucking work. Okay, Coke Frozen is like an like iced an smoothie, but tastes like Coke. Uh-huh. So it, everything, every suck. <laughs> <laughs> the more you say suck, the more aroused I get. I can't help it. It's, I'm only human. It just, it, it, it's the heat. It just stays in this kind of like. Icy, semi-solid state God, so for the I. whole <laughs> film. <laughs> like Stop! It's too hot to P- laugh. PJ semi-solid Holden. <laughs> can you change? Can you can you change your Twitter name to that? I'm semi-solid PJ all the semi-solid. time. Semi-solid. 
Well, speaking uh, of Dundalk, I was at Dundalk uh, the other night to see Jurassic World 2. Oh, yes. What Fallen a Kingdom. Yes. Okay. I saw it. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Okay. Let's talk. Let's, Let's talk, talk Jurassic Park. Scott saw it first. You start with this. There, I didn't like the first one. Do you mean I the didn't very like the fr- first Jurassic no, Park No, 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 film? no. The, the first Jurassic World film. Okay. I did not like. Yeah, yeah. I went to see the second one because I thought the trailer made it look at least interesting. Mm-hmm. And I had a free night and there was nothing else on. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, fine. I felt that there was enough good in the film to make it not a complete wash of a viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Like I thought with the first one. And what's bad isn't awful. It's just really dull. Mm-hmm. And then the ending is fucking stupid. <laughs> Yes. The ending is just dumb. So there we go. I am also a clone. Click. What was that about? I don't no. understand what that was all about. There's so yeah. much of it. It's like I mean, I mean, that that wasn't even the part that I found <clears throat> the dumbest. Well, we should probably highlight that we're going to talk about spoilers at this point. Yeah. If, if we are going to talk about spoilers. It's been like for a while. Yeah, it's, it's been like for a while. while. Okay, so spoilers ahead for Jurassic World, World 2 Fallen Kingdom, Electric Boogaloo. Well, I yes. I mean, uh, there was a point in the film where I turned around to my friend to say, I think that we girls are clone. And realized that my friend had fallen asleep and had been, <laughs> had been asleep for about maybe 15 minutes at this point. Is this a reflection on the film or you? I think it's a reflection on the film. So okay. Pablo, good criticism. <laughs> um, he was completely asleep and remained so for a further 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and when he woke up, he was like, did I miss it? And I had to say, no, not really. Uh, I, I thought it was awful. I thought it was... Um, Reasonable? On, on a par with the previous Jurassic World in that... I don't think these people have a, have a clue of why the original Jurassic Park films, uh, why the original film was good or yeah. was popular. Yeah. I think they think it's about the dinosaurs. <laughs> and I think it's not. I mean, the reason why we liked the first Jurassic Park was the character interactions were so good mm. and so... They were broad characters, but you remember you you, you remember you know, the names of the characters the, from the, the first thing film. Is the thing, I think as well, the, the characters in the first movie were so grounded... In uh, as real characters, yeah, that you felt like if their experience is what your experience would be, you felt like this is how I would be if that happened to me. Absolutely, That's, yeah, yeah. Whereas these characters are like, "Hi, I'm an action man, and I'm here to do actiony things." Yes, gone. That guy's got nothing to do with anything I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> at yeah. all. I, I completely agree. I mean, they were the first film felt like a bunch of everyman characters yeah. sort of dropped into this situation. By this film, it's just a bunch of archetypes yeah. that are there. I mean, literally, like the the uh, Chris Pratt Indiana Jones character. Hi, I'm handsome dinosaur wrangler uh, man. Whose only characteristic is that he's heroic. Yeah, <laughs> and there's nothing else to him. I mean, he's he's literally that deep as a character. He doesn't have any moral conflicts. He doesn't have any. You know, he's, he doesn't have anywhere to go as a character. He's the same character at the end of this film that he was at the beginning of Jurassic he's, World. He's like a pale shadow of the character of Star Lord. Star yeah. Lord is a more Star- believable Star-Lord character. Star is a character who has growth, yeah. and they, what they've tr- attempted to do is take the goodwill that the audiences have for Star Lord, mm-hmm. and just we'll, we'll just put that character into this film. Yeah, yeah. And, and the audience will go along. We don't even have to draw him out as a character. They'll just be like, "Ask oh, Chris Pratt. We I like buy Chris him. Pratt. Yeah, I buy him. He's good. I buy him." Uh, yeah. Secondly, I mean, like you've got Bryce Dallas Howard, who's equally a pointless character. Yeah, I mean, in the first film, she is, you know pro Jurassic World she is she's the person who is kind of the, the she not, runs too she runs she, she the runs, whole park she yeah. runs the whole park and this one she's like I, I love the dinosaurs I'm defending the dinosaurs but at no point do you really get the any sort of indication as to why she likes the dinosaurs yeah, I mean if yeah, I had to come that close to being eaten by the dinosaurs in the first one I'd be fuck the dinosaurs yeah I mean yeah I, Every, I, everyone's too perfect they're like they're all perfectly presented at all times and the only characters with any kind of personality quirks feel like they're built around those personality quirks like the the girl who hi i'm a sassy paleontologist girl who knows how to do blood transfusions oh, on and then scaredy nerd guy and i'm scurdy nerd guy and yeah. all i've got is scurdy nerdness yeah, yeah i mean I I, I, think... I saw the it crowd once so that's what <laughs> i'm doing I, th- I think they kind of thought oh we're mixing it up here we're making the scaredy guy scurdy person a guy and the, yeah. the the brave one of girls aren't we progressive well yeah but at the same time they are just one-dimensional characters yeah. the whole way down the line. Yeah, you know, I mean, everything about the original Jurassic Park. I mean, I remember the names of the characters: Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler, Ian Malcolm. I remember those characters because they were so, so well drawn, mm. three-dimensionally to me. That and they've tried to draw on that again by bringing Jeff Goldblum back. Yeah, yeah. But, and, but, uh, but he's it, it, and he's in it for like he must have shot one day. 
He must have been on set for one day. Yeah, but but again, it's that attempt to kind of steal power from yeah. the original films. It's like if we put Jeff Goldblum in this film, that's like a that's going to give you that little nostalgic sort of like. And also, he does free song. he does do the, the at what point does a character name the name of the film? Oh, right at the end when yeah. when goes. We I yeah. enter Jurassic World. Uh, yeah, I, right. I want to talk about this. Okay. Ooh. Because they took eleven species from the island. Mm-hmm. That was the whole plan. 12, if you maybe count the fact that they weren't definitely planning on getting the raptor, but they hoped that they would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the plan was for 11 species They to always come seem back. to accidentally have extra species. It's like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, zoos like, are I, I saw careful. them going in the, in the cages on the island, and there wasn't one of those three hornied fuckers. <laughs> there was no flying dinosaurs. Yeah, none. None of those. Yeah. At the end of the film, whenever the little clone girl decides, no, do you know what? I'm not going to gas all the do dinosaurs. You know all the characters in it were as well defined as G.I. Joe characters. They, like, it's, they might as well have been named after the characteristics. <laughs> yeah. So she decides, uh, let's let all the dinosaurs out. And I counted. There's about 12 of them. Yeah. They're all at the door. There's a couple of big brontosauruses, a cu- couple of big fuckers, a mm-hmm. couple of ones that be hard to catch. Flying ones came from I know not where, mm. and they all get out. And then Jeff Goldblum starts on his his little uh, epilogue about, well, oh, they're, they're going to be here like, for it long after we've gone. In, and it cut with the... a, hold on, cut with a montage mm-hmm. of people doing normal everyday things surrounded by dinosaurs. There was 12 of them that got out. Yeah. You could have had them rounded up in about a mile radius. Yeah, it's not like they'd be hard to find either. No, it, <laughs> there was two brontosauruses. No, like I, in in it's a tiny, tiny defense. It's not much of a defense, but in its defense, the the plausibility of the pterodactyl I thought was shot for, out of the window from the very first because it was in the first Jurassic World. Yeah. Right at the end, they show you it flying over. It's like let's put all the dinosaurs on the island because then none can escape. Also, we've got some flying dinosaurs. Well, they can fucking escape. Can't yeah, they? Well, that's yeah. just stupid. There's, there's a bunch Clip of those. Clip their wings. Clip their wings or something. There's the big alligator one that's about to eat the surfer. There's a whole bunch of fucking tiny ones there running around while of, people are going for a there jog. There's a lot of stuff in that that looked like somebody went. Oh, that concept art's amazing. Let's Can literally we, li- put it in yeah, exactly. Link, link from one concept piece to another yeah. and figure out the glue later on. But I think that the the long rumored film franchise that they want is the genetically enhanced raptors taking down bad guys. And I think with the what? Yeah, that's the <gasps> like a cop, like a buddy yeah, cop movie. They're, they're supposed like Chris, to be Chris Pratt. There was and supposed a to be out on. I don't know if it was planned. Wait, we've gone from you going. That character is really shallow too. I want to see that film. No, more no, Chris no. Pratt. More Chris Pratt. No, no, it was more of a kind of stupid Dino thing. Cops. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, 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 I don't know if they had planned it as the original sequel, but the guy who would uh, who was trying to steal the Raptors in the first one, there was a plan for there to be a spin-off, and it was the Raptors. I think that they wrote a script, and I definitely think that there was concept art done. Raptors taking down drug cartels. Lummy. And. You, then they, with the genetically enhanced clone girl. What's, and, what's she do? Well, I'm, I'm assuming that now that they've got her and the the, chi- the the Chinese guy who was doing all the genetic enhancements is still yeah. alive and he can obviously make a human clone that the next step is a human raptor hybrid. Well, I, here's the problem I have with the, like the, the, the raptor, you know, the, the hybrid animals, the ones yeah. that are going, it's like... They're not very interesting looking. Nope. It's like they're not remotely memorable at if you all. Told me There's nothing the, about them that's memorable. They don't. They vaguely look like a couple of dinosaurs mixed together. Like, yeah, and like then they you, put a couple like of a hairs on the top. It. Yeah, it looks like a velociraptor with a couple of hairs. Yeah, and it's like. I but if you told me that that was a smaller version of the Indominus Rex from the first one, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, that's what that's Aye, what that it scans, is. That's that looks. That's, that's what it is. But it's not. It's an Endoraptor. Yeah. And yet there are so many actual cool dinosaurs they could just yep. pluck from. And go, I mean, that, like the raptors, the raptors. Yeah, it kind of it kind of feels like their copyrights expired on the old dinosaurs, <laughs> and they're like, we need to create some new well, dinosaurs. You know, actually, all joking aside, that is what's happening. Is they're basically going, we cannot put out toys with uh, Jurassic Park dinosaurs because anyone could put out toys with dinosaurs on them. That's exactly so, it. Yeah. But because so the early we, Jurassic, so we need an endoraptor well, that we Jurassic can create. The early Jurassic Park toys had a, a JP logo on all of the dinosaurs. To indicate that they were they were Jurassic Park official oh. ones, because otherwise you could go to Slice and go, "Hey, these dinosaur Slice cells are really cool looking. They're much better. <laughs> I'm having some of those." Well, if I'd been making this film um, and I had to keep the wee clone girl in it, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that I, I was all wrong. utterly pointless. I don't even I don't know what was going on. And also, I, liked... I was very confused by because the older woman who was looking after her, 
and then she goes, oh, this is a photo, of, and then and it was like a younger version of the older woman, and then the girl again. I was yeah. like going, is that the mother? That's the point. That's that, the point where I turned around to my friend and said, she's a clone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if I had to but keep I her in the film. But I think that was supposed to be, this is the point you realise she's a yes, clone. Yes, they're supposed to. But it's not quite signalled enough. The bit where she went into the basement, and she's like sneaking in the basement, and you saw the claw come through the the. Oh, the, the little I would have had her turn around and see just a really fucked up version of herself and be oh. like, here's an earlier clone. <laughs> like that, <laughs> the bit, thing is, like that f- bit in Alien Resurrection where Scorny Weaver sees all the earlier like, failed yeah. attempts. Yeah. I would have had like all these. <laughs> I didn't <mind> her. <laughs> I, quite, I, like, I quite liked her. I think that it fell flat because they were disingenuous about their reasons for having her. Well, but, they, they had to have a kid in there. They well, always yeah. have to have a kid in there. But well, I, also, I, I quite you, liked the reveal. Like he had, you know, pined for his daughter. I find it very confusing. I, may, I maybe I've missed a bunch of films, but hello, I am John Hammond's friend. And we, I've always been involved in John Hammond's <laughs> work. I know you don't remember me from any of the other movies at all, but John Hammond and I were like We brothers. did all this together. We, yeah, yeah, we all of it together. In fact, it should have been, so much, it been the I other am, Attenborough. <laughs> my, my earlier attempts included a genetically modified pig that could talk. <laughs> I just, it was like, if you, if you, why, why? This like we want John Hammond back, but also we could only shoehorn in his silent business partner who's done everything silent exactly the same. Silent up to this point, invisible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not wrong. He just didn't appear any at any point in any of the other I movies. Think, was it was he? he mentioned in the previous film? Like that something to do with this? I don't even. I'm not even sure he was. I think what they really wanted was they wanted another sort of avuncular old man. Yeah. And because all these things are touchstones to the audience, they go, "Okay, old man, I'm on familiar territory." I, I here. actually, when when she was turning the picture over, I initially thought it was going to be the girl, the woman from the first draft. You thought it was going to be Ellie Sattler? Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. That's as what well. I thought. But I, I mean, thought it couldn't make any sense in my head. But, but it, I didn't. I would. I mean, I, I crossed my mind, but I thought it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, well, but yeah, none of it. None of it because like she looks fuck all like her. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. But I mean, her being a clone is all equally. Yeah, hello, I'm John Hammond's silent business partner. You've never heard of me until now. Also, I have a daughter, but she couldn't have any kids, so then I cloned her. What the fuck is all that? What yeah, is I mean, all un- that? Unless, you know, the third film is some sort of, like, dinosaurs versus clones. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I don't well, see I, where that storyline could yeah, possibly no, I think be that's going. the only reason that they've done it. They want an, an, a dinosaur-human clone for the for the next they film. Want, like I, a hybrid I felt like I felt like thing. they wanted a moment to say humans can be cloned too, or... or uh, yeah, just uh, I don't know. It just didn't make yeah, any it, sense it was at not, all. It was not. I mean, I think it was. I, I enjoyed it better than the first one. Yeah, but most of the action, I just find myself going. I don't it was care. a lot of awesome visuals. Somebody because my wife. There's a really nice uh, Nosferatu we, moment. We went. We went to see it. With, my wife and son went to see it, and they really enjoyed it. And and. Um, Idiots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. She, <laughs> it's the heat. It's the heat. She, she goes, there's so many things in that that could have been the poster. And that's exactly the point. It's oh, like yeah. they went and made a, a, you know, they did all the artwork, first of all, probably without scripts. And then went, yeah, we'd better link all this somehow together. And that's what you end up with. I mean, there's a lot of films like that. But anyway, do you, do you want to talk about this water bottle? It's very important. Very quickly, we'll no, try. Let's talk about our pick. We'll talk about we'll the water pick, bottle. Next apparently, time. Yeah, we've been told to get a pick of the week. Brand new and feature. I, yeah, we're brand gonna... new feature. Pick of the week. Yeah, there may be better music coming than that, but, <laughs> but for now, we'll go with brand new feature. Pick of the week. <laughs> Scott, okay. what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is the Blind Boy podcast. Pick, pick of the oh, week. Oh, it's excellent. Oh, funny! I saw. I was reading. I was reading a thing about that earlier. Well, I was looking at Blind Boy's uh, tweet stream earlier. For some reason, I can't remember why, but cool story. Yeah, no, no, I know why because he was looking to to figure out a, a thing to use for recording on the road, and Adam Buxton said, "Oh, you should buy one of these." And somebody said, "Adam, you should get them on your podcast." I went, "Yeah, all right, man. is that that's all I've got?" Yeah. Okay, okay, it's the number one podcast in Ireland. Is it? Oh, really? I think we're number two. What? <laughs> Of course, we're not number yeah. two. Yeah. Um, so uh, the we're Blind not Boy... even number two in this fucking street. The Blind Boy podcast. Uh... Good choice. Good choice. It's yeah. So the Blind Boy is the is I the man it. behind the Rubber Bandits. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I, don't actually, I, mean, I don't actually know. Are, they, are there multiple Rubber Bandits? There's there two. are two. There, there is, are two. There's Blind Boy Book Club and uh, Bobby Chrome. Right. Okay. I've ne- I don't like Rubber Bandits. Oh really? Do you I not? well I I have heard two or three songs. 
and I didn't enjoy them, so I never pursued any okay. further. And anytime I heard anybody talking about the Blind Boy podcast, I went, oh, that's from that band that I didn't th- think was that funny. I've so always, I'm not going to check it out. Even from the first song, I kind of went, these guys are really smart. I mean, they're acting I super did, stupid. Maybe I just didn't pay really enough smart. attention. I yeah. just heard novelty song and, and yeah. it, it glossed over me. But one of my friends said, this is going to sound strange, but listen to this episode of the podcast. I don't know why I listened to it, but I loved it, and you'll love it too. And it it, it was him talking about the history of disco music. Oh, that's a great episode. Yeah, and it is it extends into a second part. They're all, they're all an I hour long. I don't think long. we should be talking about podcasts that are better than ours. I know. Well, you it know, should be a blanket. There are a lot of, of them. It's, you know. You, yeah, I mean, basically go through all of them. Yeah. So he talks <laughs> about the history. The rest. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're all that's left. <laughs> he talks about the history of disco and how he feels that uh, disco is actually the real punk rock. Yeah. Um, which, after listening to the podcast, I wholeheartedly agree with. Um, and he goes right through um, to the Stonewall Rebellion, Stonewall Riots, um, and through into post-disco, and then from that into it's house music in the second thing episode. to be that obviously intelligent, and then one day to go... I'm going to stick a plastic, I'm going to put a plastic bag, bag on in my, head. my head. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's made very clear why he does that. Has that, he? He, that gives him the, the, the that gives him a private life. Yeah, I mean, he, he said, yeah, he he said can, in the he episode, can, he, he says anything, him... anything he wants, he, he can say, and it's the bag saying it, and then he can take off the bag and just be himself. Yeah, yeah. and Shit, it, but I'm also start doing that. But if it <laughs> but yet. if it all goes pear shaped and blind boy because he's making a decent amount of money from the Patreon. Yeah. On it, um, I think I looked. He has three and a half thousand patrons. Wow! Um, and even if they're only given a dollar a month, yeah, yeah. like that's still a, a decent amount that's of still money. More patrons than we'll have. Um, uh, we, uh, we'll we ever do patrons? Yeah. If we can get three and a half, we'll be. <laughs> but he I'm said, not putting one in. But he said, if it, all, if it all stops, yeah. he can go and get a job down the street. Hmm. Doing yeah. it, and nobody's going to know. He's not going to have people constantly coming up saying, "Oh, blind boy, you yeah. know, can I get a picture or whatever?" But then this week's episode, he talks about uh, biocentrism which is a scientific theory that I'm not even going to be able to get this right, that we shouldn't be looking to physics for the answers of the universe. We should be looking at biology and that reality is actually created by consciousness. Mm-hmm. And it is fucking fascinating. Okay. And he d- just delivers it all beautifully. All right, so, well, yeah, that's my pick. What yeah, did he think uh, of the terror? What did he think of the terror? <laughs> I- I've met Blind Boy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, without the bag. Without the bag? Yeah. I, I, I went to How one did you recognise sh- him? Well, I went to one of his shows once. Was he once, carrying the bag and, and had um, some stuff in it? I kind of had... Or, I'd, I can't remember how, how this went. I think, yeah, the girl, one of the girls I was with um, had kind of mentioned something on Twitter about, about meeting them backstage beforehand. And I kind of encouraged this to happen and I went with them mm-hmm. and went, went into the backstage area led by uh, some PA or assistant that was there at the time and walked in the door and they didn't have their bags on mm-hmm. and the guy was fuck off and fuck he, off he was, like, he was like what the fuck <laughs> I don't have my fucking bag on <laughs> so then I chatted away to them for a while and um, yeah they were nice enough lads nice uh, lads I mean weirdly one of them recognised me because <laughs> Because we we had met separately at a different occasion whenever uh-huh. I did not know who he was. Uh-huh. And he was like, you you know, such and such. And I was like, yes, I do. Oh, so, there you go then. So was there when you, you didn't have a bag on your head? Oh, no. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a very interesting guy. Yeah, okay. yeah. so Blind Boy Podcast, smart. pick of the week. PJ, well, what's your pick of the week? Uh, I was just going to say some paper. <laughs> some paper? <laughs> some paper. Cantonese 180 uh, drawn paper notebook. Oh, right, okay. That's my favorite kind of notebook. It's okay. just, it's, it's a no- People buy moleskins and they buy the most expensive things they can find, but Canson 180 paper is really nice. And I thought, instead of coming out and saying a TV or a video or, you know, the usual media stuff we always kind of go to, I thought uh, I'll talk about, I'll mention something that is unlike any of that. So oh, that's, fuck that's my... you. No, I, I, this is what, no, I, wa- this is what no. I wanted. Bullshit. Because I said I wanted to review a water bottle on this week's show and you were like, fuck that. We're not talking about a water <laughs> bottle. And you come in and try and review fucking I, I, paper. Yeah. No, I know review fuck paper. Off. I don't review paper. You said, what's a pick of a week? And I said, Canson 180 paper. That's it. That's a, oh, a notebook. Off. I wasn't doing a review. I was just saying, that's the thing I like. Yeah. I'm not going to waste PJ. anyone's time. PJ, how does it compare to other papers? It's much nicer. That's and a I'll review. I'll tell you why. <laughs> All right. You walked me. right into All a right, trap. All right, you've got me there. Jesus Christ. You Take me away, <laughs> copper, I surrender. <laughs> it's much nicer. And here's the reason it's much nicer. Unusually for a notebook... It's a hardback notebook, right? Uh-huh. So, but it's got a hardback on the top and a hardback on the bottom, and the spine has is, is fabric. 
So oh, okay. it opens flat, flat completely yeah. flat, no matter which page you're on. Can you get it lined and unlined? No, it's it's drawn paper. It's just online. It's just, just online. It's also got a little magnetic clasp thing, which is fucking horrible. It always gets in the way. So the first thing I always do is rip that off. But <laughs> and it's where, do really you, nice. where do you get these? I get, I get them from the soon-to-be-closed Ink Monkey, which is uh, down in... Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, well, they're closing. To, they're going to focus on, on Ink Monkey's little... Uh, art supply shop, um, very small. They're around the corner from where the arts, uh, the Northern Ireland um, art thing is supposed to be. The art college is supposed to be, but oh, the, yeah. but they, you know, the art college they were building it, and then they went bankrupt. The company building it, and now it's not going to get built for five years. It's just sitting there as this half started building that no <laughs> one's going to finish. Jesus. Um, so of course, Ink Monkey was relying on the art college opening up for them to have an income and and so on. So they're they're doing internet only, and they're going to do sales on on online and stuff. Um, so, but you can I mean you can generally get them anywhere. But people when they look for uh, drawing books, sketchbooks, they go for the moleskins, which I think are a horrible, mm. horrible paper. Uh, I mean, I remember for a while, me and you became quite obsessed with. Asda's oh Jesus! Was of the... that a mistake? Oh my God! Was that an error of the greatest magnitude? And I'll tell you why. Because in the tidying up of the vast, great tidying up of my room, I went through and found a whole bunch of the Asda notepads. I went, "All oh, right, there's a bunch of them," and they were all they'd sort of melted into each <laughs> other, and they'd all they kind of absorbed each other's flesh. It was like vile. It's like <laughs> some sort of Cronenberg nightmare of notebooks. It was <laughs> awful. And they were sticky and just unpleasant. I'd throw them all out. Oh, dear. They're awful. That's what you get for buying cheap. Because they, yeah. they were like four pounds. We were going, oh, four <laughs> pound moleskins. This is brilliant. So, you know, Pennywise, yeah. my foolish. Okay. Well, my pick is an audiobook. Okay. Um, Stephen Fry's retelling of Greek myths. Oh, Myth- I have that. Oh. I have that. It was. It was when I bought it, it was one ninety nine because they used to do little deals sometimes on Audible. Well, if your Audible do a book a day, that's one ninety nine or two ninety nine. Yeah, well, I, I just use my regular sort of Audible credit yeah. to get that. Um, and I thought, do you know what? I'll pick it up because I've always kind of uh, been kind of curious about Greek myths, yeah. but never really. Um, Did you not sat- study it at school? No, no. Did, did you have the option? Who has the option to study Greek myths in Belfast? We did it. Greek myths? Part, yeah, that was part of our... We had, to, we had the fancy, option... In, you and your fancy in third, in third year, whenever you were picking your, your subjects, we had the option of picking classical civilization. What really? the fuck? Yeah. Where did you School's go? Very Inst- did you go to Inst or somewhere? No, I went to Belfast High. Belfast High? Were yeah. they all high in Belfast? What? Yeah, so we, did, so we did like the... That's awesome. I can't remember. Really I, I, and then I had to learn Greek for six months. We got, uh, we we got the choice. Yeah, it was an ancient Greek. So we had to take it for six months. What and the then fuck? we Yeah, and then we had to take an exam. But because we were only learning it for six months, and because it's an entirely new alphabet, not like French or... You know, yeah. German or whatever, they they let you have like a like a wheel with the alphabet on it. Oh, so, like a code breaker! Yeah. Awesome. So if you if you if you weren't kind of yeah, as yeah. fluent as something, you could be like T H E the the first question has a the the. So yeah, so we had no, we did classical civilization. I don't think I don't think that's the, I don't think that's how Greek works. I don't think it's literally English, but in a different letter shape. No, it <laughs> I is. I don't think you can decode it with a no, decoder. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, sorry, did you study Greek for six months? I don't. No, I don't. I'm no. less convinced about what this no. class was about now. You did not. I have a certificate. I got a merit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Scott, Scott, come down to dinner. I'm, I'm decoding it, you Greek mother. I'm just gonna spin this wheel a few more times. <laughs> Hey, I didn't need the fucking wheel. I just said you. I just said you could take the wheel into the exam. <laughs> Fuck, it's too hard. Oh, oh, you should see my hieroglyphics wheel. Is hieroglyphics. Hieroglyphics. <laughs> it came out wrong. That's all. Plus, oh, so it's yeah. Egyptian. So, yeah. So Stephen Fry is a r- really good sort of. Um, yes. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Sort of soup to nuts of like um, every Greek myth of the Greek myths. The early years. You mm-hmm. know, it doesn't. He, he does not get up to like Heracles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He kind of everything up to that point. And just basically puts it together in ways that I didn't really understand before. Um, starting at the, you know, essentially like the, your, your Greek Big Bang onwards. I think I told you a time about whenever Nathan was a few years younger and we were like, well, I can't remember, we're in some sort of thing where you could speak into it, it'd be like an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. And and where all other kids would go, echo, 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 echo. He went up and went, 
Echo. Do you know about Echo? Echo is the Greek god. <laughs> and Echo, and, and then he started telling me all about the, the, the story of Echo and how Echo Echo and Narcissus. Uh, Narcissus. Echo and Narcissus, yeah. yeah. He says, do you know about Echo and Narcissus? I'm going, this is not right for a nine-year-old. This is not. <laughs> if only I, I should get him one of those Greek decoder rings because he would love that. <laughs> well, I, I sort of bought it on a whim because I was going to Portrush and I had a drive to do the Portrush and back. Um, but because I was, I was going up to shoot some drone footage for a reason mm-hmm. that isn't really important. But I found myself having to stay in Boat Rush that night, mm-hmm. um, sort of off the cuff, um, because the footage I was getting was not great that day. And I thought I'd better stay overnight. And uh, yeah, I can I'll, really I'll, get some nude I'll, shots. I'll get sort of the first light. You know, yeah. I'll get the, what I wanted, which meant I had to book a hostel mm-hmm. because I had not planned this at all. Right. And they put me in a room with four girls. <laughs> And hello, ladies. Right, okay. So this was this was not planned. Okay. Um, I did you just fart and now no, you're waving your leg? My, well, that was my fear <laughs> <laughs> of having to. I realised at that point this was the first time I slept in a room with with anyone. When was this? That I was not. It was two weekends ago. <laughs> that I was not like physically intimate with. Is that a phone or is that an animal? I don't know what that noise is. <laughs> is it's a, a dove. Whoa. It's a dove. So yeah, so I I basically booked into this Airbnb hostel type thing and went upstairs and uh, and uh, yeah, there was like four girls in the room. Mm-hmm. And, and I went, hi Ron. Uh, and was it? Oh, they were the sirens of Greek myth. No, no, there were two French girls and two English girls, and they looked really confused. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them looked a bit upset, but no one seemed to want to say anything because this was, you know... This, this was maybe, a hostel? This maybe wasn't the backpacker's way. You just had to yeah. put up with these things. So I, I sort of sat on the edge of my bed and waited for everyone to leave the this room before, I, brilliantly before awkward. I took my shorts off and, and <laughs> climbed into bed and uh, then basically didn't get a good night's sleep because I was so worried about what my rectum might do. <laughs> and I don't, know why, I don't know why I cared so much. I think it was just the thought that I was in a room with four girls who I did not know. See, I just did not like, want to be lying the- there and go... <laughs> This is this is the great thing about middle age is that's what you're worried about when you're twenty. That's not the end of you that you're worrying about. You're you're with making little tents in the bed. Going, the other, oh God, oh the God. other concern was, I mean, I just didn't want to make any noise at all that sounded like I might be masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was sort of lying with my face straight down to the pillow, <laughs> with my arms straight to my side, and at one point I was just kind of completely overcome with the urge to laugh. <laughs> But I realised, like in the dark, you cannot do this to four girls in the dark. You cannot lie. I, do, I honestly, I think stifling a laugh might be the worst thing you could do. I, I just thought if, if I was like a, a young girl travelling on my own or, or with with a friend, and I was had to share a room with a strange man, and all of a sudden in the night he just starts laughing <laughs> from, from the other side of the room. I've seen this film. Let's get out of here. I, like, I do not want to terrify these girls at all. Oh God! So. Oh, I lay. I think I slept two hours in the night, and then I woke up at about quarter to six, and uh, I just decided to leave at that point. Yeah, that's not going to look creepy. <laughs> because, no, I, so I, I got up. I, There's um, no, but the thing is, nothing you can do at this stage in your uh, nothing you can actually do is going to not look creepy. Everything you do is a considered decision, and it's going to look weird. Yeah, well, I mean, at that point, I was just like, look, I'll just leave. I'll just, I'll just pull the, the meager to get possessions that I had to get because I mean, literally everything I had. Uh, with me was in like a Tesco bag mm-hmm. like I did not like your average backpacker they all had massive backpacks and stuff on and I, I arrived in the room with um, a Tesco bag containing some pants and socks that I'd, <laughs> that I'd bought in Tesco the night before uh, in, a, in a bit of a panic and uh, so I, what I'm hoping is that they woke up the following day and were just like that was not really so he's gone it's, it's like we we just must maybe imagine this fat bloke in the corner who was who was clearly laughing in his sleep. Yeah, but then the one thing that you've forgotten, Ron, is that you have quite a lot of Ron likes, and they those poor girls probably went home and are now seeing you everywhere they look. <laughs> <laughs> they go, oh my god, it's him! So uh, yeah, Stephen Fry's mythos. Um, it's good. There you go. Picks of the week. Yeah. That's our show for today. I think. Yep, yeah, it is. Uh, have a nice week, everyone. Don't forget to uh, like us and tweet us and review say hello. Us for the love of God, it's yeah, actually and... really important for iTunes for you to review us. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. leave a Scott review. Said, review us. Yeah, yeah, do that. Do that. Don't and be all, a dick. Also, it's. I mean, we're starting to get feedback. We're starting. I mean, I'm starting to meet people that have seen listened to the show, and that's nice. And but you know, chat to us. It's good. It's good to know if what you enjoyed, what you didn't enjoy. Are you? 
desperate to hear the anecdote about this water bottle that Scott's going to tell us. Maybe next week, folks. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you know, invite us to panel at shows. We don't care. We'll show up for anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, invite us to shows. All if right. we haven't dissolved into... Yeah, if we're just puddles. Oh. Puddle so people. Enjoy the heat and uh, see you next see time. See you next Bye. week. Bye. Bye.